how did Milk Boy become the go-to spot for Packers fans in Philly? Sure. So um, there was, there is, so he, uh, Carl, he doesn't work, but he does not work at Milk Boy anymore. He was a bartender at Milk Boy. He's from Wauwatosa, and he was working there, and um, Philadelphia is an interesting place. Like, there's a, a lot of transplants, so there's a lot of bars that are like, oh, this is the Bears bar, this is the Ravens bar, this is the Chiefs bar, whatever, and there was no Packers bar. So Carl asked the owners, like, hey, like, I have some friends. Would you guys mind like making this the Packers bar? I think we can get some people to kind of to come in, and so you know asking bars to make that financial commitment because obviously out here we have to have the ticket to be able to watch Packers games. We don't get them at all unless they're the national game because um, because obviously we're in Eagles country. So um, so that's kind of how it started. And then there was another woman, Kim. I do not know her last name. Actually, when I went to Homestead High School, and she also went to Homestead, but she's a little bit older than me, so I did not know her in high school. Um, she kind of took it over after Carl stopped working at Milk Boy. He's worked at some other bars since then. And she kind of took it over, was running the club, doing like a, face, the face, a Facebook page. Um, and then she decided she wanted to watch somewhere else. And my friend Jess and I, Jess, who's the one who also kind of spoke with on um, through, through email, we really liked watching at Milk Boy. I've been watching there probably for like six or seven years now. We really like the people that work there. They've been really great to us. They give us free halftime snacks, uh, drink specials. They're just really welcoming. They wear green and gold shirts. They put on the music. Um, so we didn't want to watch anywhere else. Um, so then she and I were like, well, then we'll just take it, kind of take over the club. And we do, obviously, as you saw, we have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter. And so we've, she and I have been running it for the last, I think, three years now. Um, so that's, that's kind of how it started. And then we've, we've just sort of took it over um, and registered it with the, I think it's Packers fans and everywhere, like with the official Packers bar, they have like a certificate above the bar. So um, that's sort of the history of it. What kind of undertaking is it to transform it into a true Packers bar? Is there, does it mean like hanging Packers memorabilia? Does it mean uh, just other things of that nature? Yeah. So we have a couple of things. So we have um, Milk Boy itself, the, outer wall of the bar it's on a corner of the 11th and chestnut so the outer wall on 11th is actually garage doors so when the weather is nice they'll open the garage doors and we'll hang like two big flags on each door two big packers flags and then when the weather is not so nice we the garage doors obviously stay down and then they hang them behind the bar um the the servers where they have Milk Boy logoed shirts that they have. They have shirts that are green with like gold gold lettering. So they wear those. And then I think like two years ago we started. They started doing um, a Packers menu. So depending on what time the game is, like there will be sort of like some brunch items. They actually also a couple of years ago started, and now they have them on their permanent menu: cheese curds, fried cheese curds. Um, so we kind of, they, they started doing that for us and those are, we have halftime snacks of wings and, and the fried cheese curds, but those are now on their permanent menu. And then they put out, um, the, the Packers specific menu for just games. And then there's Packers specific, uh, uh, specials. And they also have been trying the past, um, couple years to get like late front brewery beer and like trying to get Wisconsin, beers on tap and those are usually the special I and mean, then obviously there's you know high life and and uh 
Miller and all that. But um, so that's that's what they've done. And the the decor itself is, is really just the flags. Um, and then they have the sound on for every game, which they only do for the Packers games. They have four TVs um, and the ivory TV is on for the Packers. So did you say they were able to get like beers such as uh, Wisconsin flavored like Lakefront that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what they they have it on tap, and they'll run they'll run that during Packers games. Um, they've had Lakefront a couple times. Um, they'll also have well, Line and Google's. They've now been able to get out here more easily. When I first moved to Philadelphia, you couldn't get Line and Google's anywhere. Um, but now they're they're they do that. But they have been doing Lakefront the past like two years. Have been have started to put that on tap uh, for us. So whatever Lakefront like the seasonal usually is, mm-hmm. that's, that's the one they'll get. When it comes to the people that turn out for the games, are, is it largely transplants such as yourself, or maybe some native Philly Packers fans? Anything along that line? It's interesting. It's funny that you ask that. So I went to Madison too for college, and. Um, and then I came out here for law school. So I've been out here a long I went to Villanova, so I've been out here a long time. Um, and so the, I thought when I first started going to Milk Boy, there would be more transplants, honestly. Like, I thought there would be tons more people from, like, the Wisconsin, the Wisconsin alumni group as well. So, like, there's not that much overlap. It's mostly with Jess and I, like, our close group of friends, like, are mostly the transplants. So our group is kind of, like, three parts. So there are transplants for sure. But actually, I think we're actually in the minority um, just kind of doing like a, cause we usually try, just, and I try to walk around and, and, and introduce ourselves and meet new people, especially people are by themselves. So there's a lot of people who are just Packers fans. I think they're Aaron Rodgers fans. There's people who like loved Brett Favre and then became Packers fans because of Brett Favre, like given the age of the people, some people like I had, we had one group, uh, to a couple years ago who were from Texas and they just loved that the Packers were owned, you know, were owned by the shareholders and weren't owned by just, you know, one single owner. Like that's why they started being Packers fans. Um, some people just like really like the lore of the Packers. So they'll be from Philly. They'll be from Jersey. They'll be from like, we've got people from California who come religiously, who have moved to, who moved to the Philly area. Um, so we actually have a huge group of people who have, like, no relations. Like, they're not from Wisconsin. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, I have family from Wisconsin, and they got me into the Packers. Um, so it's really interesting how I actually think there's more non-Wisconsin people than Wisconsin people, which is not what I thought when I first started going. And then we also get, because I think we've been trying to do really uh, do a lot to market it, and, like, on the you know, on social media, we get people who are visiting from Wisconsin for like, a, well, this obviously pandemic has been different, but like when we, there's a convention in town, because we're only a couple blocks away from the convention center. So we'll get a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm here for work. I'm here for a conference. And so we get a lot of, we do get those people almost every week. We'll have like a rotating cast of people who are visiting from Wisconsin who want it. Because again, like, because you have to have the ticket to get the game, um, people will, sh- and they also just really want to be with Packers fans too, because they're used to doing that at home. So we get a lot of people who are just here for the one week, you know, one game, um, visiting for work. So we get those people as well. <laughs> you mentioned uh, the pandemic. I guess how does this year compare to other years? Are you still getting a turnout to to watch with other fans? So not so this year. I, the restrictions in Philadelphia County. Um, so the first couple games, we the bar was closed. So we had nobody, obviously, no, we weren't, couldn't watch there, there, because we have no indoor dining. Um, we had no indoor dining for a period of time. Um, and then, so they were, they were just closed. And then they opened like October 
and definitely the crowd has been way down. Um, we also, because the indoor capacity here is, it was 25%, then it was, I think, at 50%. Now we're back down to no indoor dining, so they're closed again. Um, so when they were open, we had to do reservations. Um, but the, what was great is that so Milk Boy itself is actually a music venue slash bar. So upstairs is a music venue, downstairs is bar restaurant. Um, so obviously there's no there's no music music happening, no live indoor concerts. So they actually opened that up for us, and we're having we had people up there, so more people could come and watch because just downstairs a 25 percent capacity is like three tables. So they opened upstairs. We did reservations. Um, and so we did definitely got people to come out. It definitely was way, way less than, than, you know, which is, I mean, we would pack that bar, like, on a big game, like, a, against the Bears or, like, a big, like, a playoff game. Like, we would get people, like, we could get 100 people to come out. I mean, just wall-to-wall, like, standing room only, get there two hours in advance to get a seat, like, just just crazy. And then, obviously, this year, with a combination of just the, the, all the rules around, around indoor dining, in Philadelphia County, and and also I think some people being hesitant, and then also I think probably a comp, some people did already buy the ticket because we we couldn't like we couldn't get the because that definitely is we see more turnout when it's a game that you have to have the ticket for, so um, because people I think bought it already like some people then were fine staying home because they were mm-hmm. already paid for it, so they didn't feel that it need to like oh I got to come out otherwise I can't watch the game. Um, so it's definitely been down, and, and we haven't been able to watch together since November, right before Thanksgiving. They closed indoor dining again until January 4th. For at, at a minimum, I probably is going to get extended to January 15th. So, like, depending on the playoffs, maybe we'll be open. They'll be open again, but probably not. So it's definitely been a bummer. Um, we try to keep the page active just to kind of keep people engaged. And I think, you know, once this is all over and people will come back, I mean, people, we have people who have been coming for years who are super loyal to Milk Boy and super loyal to the club. And, you know, so I think it'll bounce back, but it definitely has been way down this year for sure.